Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive special offers and take advantage of great promos. Don't miss out on the fun. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBET.com. Download the app, bet big and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older, and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too, 1-800-889-9789. The Greenlight Podcast will see clearly now with Oakley jumping into the podcast game. Head to oakley.com for the greatest shades in the game. Oakley even offers prism lens technology. What the hell is that, you ask? It's a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. Want to know more? Head on over to oakley.com and do your own research. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me, try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglass brands in my life And I can assure you, Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head on over to oakley.com, O-A-K-L-E-Y, for more information today. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast in Philly. Studio J is on the road. It has turned into Studio RV, which then turned into Studio Marriott. We had a whole time you hear about it with Jason Kelsey, which, by the way, is a wonderful interview. Chris and Jason do all things Eagles, New Heights, just about everything. It was a great time catching up. Really entertaining, a blast of a conversation. Just two podcasters hanging out, having a good time. Take two of the podcast. I tried to start earlier, but I had a, a big Kodiak wintergreen in my lower lip mm-hmm. and a, a Zen in my upper lip, and that's what we call an upper decker, <laughs> and it is hard to talk with that in. It's also two in the morning in Philadelphia. Uh, if we sound drunk, that's because we are. <laughs> Great city. Fucking yeah, love I love Philly. this city, oh my dude. God. It was raining tonight, though. They said it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just a TV show, Nate. <laughs> but the point is, we got Jason Kelsey today. Uh, 90 minutes or so of Jason Kelsey today for you. It's coming in a couple minutes, but we just had to make you sit through an open. Uh, Can I just tell you? Yeah. Your RV is fucking beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, I really. Jason was even impressed. It's like you just just complimented my wife respectfully. (laughs) You know, I was so comfortable that whole ride. Amazing, every amenity you could want. And I'm not gonna lie, the big reveal when that thing stretched out, I was impressed, Mm, bro. That's what she said. (laughs) Yeah, bro, for real. (laughs) For real. So that was a layup. I mean, come on. Um, at this hour. 
so we 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 took my new RV up to Philly. No um, stops, gas no economy. stops. I'm a fucking highway man, dude. Yep. I can drive. So I drove the whole way. I felt like a dad. I felt like you guys are like my family, yep. and it was kind of fun. It was like you're like my family, but that doesn't need as much. You know, like my family that doesn't like need to pee or poop yeah. every time we go to the grocery store. Or, oh, by the way, you know, peeing while you're driving is very hard. Well, I kept I kept it straight. I mean, wait, you peed in the RV? Oh yeah, twice. <laughs> twice. Did you really? Yeah, and you gotta you gotta brace yourself on that wall. You gotta check the gray water, man. Um, or is it black water? I don't know. I mean, like, there's a couple RV terms I'm still learning. Easy so. there. What does black water mean? Well, there's bro? gray water and there's black water. Black water is, I think, the dirty water in the RV. It's a great episode of is Game it? of Thrones. No, you're crunchy. You don't know? Yeah, I'm not RV crunchy. Google that me. shit so I don't get canceled. <laughs> All right. It's gray water and black water in an RV, dude. I think there's a weed strain called black water. Really? If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, we yeah, can well, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure I had it before and it's very Anyways, good. I mean, I'm learning the the terms, man, but uh we drove up to Philly to interview Jason Kelsey among uh other Eagles. Howie Roseman is going to stop by the bus. Well, I don't want to say that cuz it's almost like ingrained in my head to say stop RV. by the bus RV. I don't I don't mean to Our Sorry, Will. Sorry, Taylor. Vehicle. We and we're driving this thing because we needed to get up here, and I don't want to spend a million fucking dollars flying, you know, mm-hmm. American Airlines up here. Our motorhome runs four hours. Our runs. We're hey, up forget here. Forget them. We could buy them. I'm mad they didn't invite us to the beer. Olympics. Yeah. Oh, they didn't, did yeah, they? I don't like that. I don't like that. I thought. Did we were you cool. notice that? Yeah, I thought we were cool. I th- I I think we're cool enough to get an invite, but maybe. I Maybe think, we're not as cool as we thought. I, I think uh, you have to mm. have like done a single with Sugarland or something to <laughs> yeah. get invited. The bars to. in Philly say different. They seem to think we're all right. No, yeah. Philly, Philly, mm-hmm. we're good here. But Will, what the fuck? We didn't get an invite. I mean, seriously, man. Everything we've been through, you know, that night at the Super Bowl where we got drunk, mm-hmm. smoked a, a couple night. cigarettes. Great night. We saw Drake together too. Yeah, we did. But anyways. Um, I'm not even thinking about that pool party, you know? It doesn't even sound fun. George Kittle, cool, man. Fucking great football players. Shane Gillis, oh, cool. Oh, fucking sick. What are you guys going to play beer pong? Laugh together? Sounds stupid. Um, so what we're doing up here is not stupid. We had Jason Kelsey uh, for 90 minutes today, but... The bus situation was fucked up. We got up here. There was a beeping noise. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. Bus. I can't say bus. The we got to name this thing. It's a Thor Four Winds. I'm gonna call it Hemsworth. Yeah. Because like <laughs> you know Thor. Yeah. For he now. Lands on the wind. He subject the wind. to change. But Hemi was like beeping and making noises, and we couldn't. You know, it was like 40 minutes there. First off, we had to pull into the airport Marriott because, uh, you know. It's an RV. I mean... Uh, After circling the airport twice with my failed navigation. Yeah, Jason was there <laughs> doing a signing, and we had to circle the fucking airport twice. And, you know, um, 
it was a whole ordeal and i you know me and jason had a great bro hug like on the side of the road in the right terminal the and there's uh, a chain link fence right to you guys yeah and shout out to mike uh, i think mike from hertz yeah. is his name yeah yep. uh and mike uh, offered up the hertz parking lot but alas we couldn't get the bus to sell uh, the fucking hemi to settle the fuck down mm-hmm. um and uh we had to you know scramble get a, a conference room at the marriott and me and Kelsey had a great conversation. I think you'll enjoy it. But this Philly trip is awesome. It's good to be on the road with y'all. Yeah. It's yeah. fun to cross the river and hit up that uh, Cura Leaf as well. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got some uh, product. Nothing's better than free weave. Nate's pants ripped. Uh, <laughs> we went to sing karaoke, or we intended to, but it was too crowded at the Wait, bar. Wait, you skipped my favorite part of the day. What? We went to the mural. Oh yeah, we did. We oh, yeah yeah. The, the, so for a few years here, there's been a, a mural at uh, like 16th and something. It's mm-hmm. in like North Philly, um, and it's like me in my um, you know parade garb, and Iverson. yeah, it's fucking cool. Yeah, little drawing, and uh, I always thought it was small. Like I figured because I imagine my role <laughs> small. A uh, small mural, but like that thing's fucking big. It's majestic. Yeah, way bigger and than it I was thought. cool to see it in person, man. Iconic. Every now and again, you you come up here and you're like, man, like every one of us, like they love us. And I'm not gonna lie. Every everybody on that team. Man. I'm not gonna lie. Being there today and you seeing it for the first time, I felt good. And, and like. Congrats to you and like that you. mural. That Thank mural you. is very, very dope. Not everybody like, can have a, a fucking mural, man. But then we <laughs> pull out, and then I'm like, "Damn, look at that mural! It's like 40 feet tall." <laughs> and I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" And we're getting closer. And I'm like, "Oh, it's Doctor J." <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, Doctor J. Yeah. I mean, even rel- relative to the scale of two, like right. he's exponentially. No, he's, he he should be 60 feet tall. If I'm three <laughs> feet tall, that's a big mural, man. That was dope. Oh, and it's a great mural right there two things on that real quick like it was so cool meeting the dude that lives right there right next to your mural. oh we met the guy that lives in yeah. the building it's funny to think I'm about the fact on that the he like of. sees you every day and just walks by i don't think he knows life. who i am no which is not. fine because yeah. i dabbed him up and he was like i was like i'm the guy on the mural he yeah. was like oh cool and then I, love, I gotta go. I love the concept of uh, murals so much. We need to get a Doctor Fax mural. In yes. Charlotte. So that's that's the idea that I was waiting to share with you. Was uh, we need to we'll get J S Paints who did uh, or Jess Paints who did uh, my mural up here to come down to Charlottesville and do a couple of them. Fuck, we'll do you as as people. much I was as I would like that promotion. The I don't know if you guys seen the picture of that Scott, like the Beatles remake. Yeah. Well, all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think something like that would be cool. That's gonna be dope. I think we got that'd some be new, cool. uh, we new got pod like a- art coming out. We're gonna do a Abbey Road scene with uh, me walking. Uh, you know, it's gonna be Macon walking, Nate walking, Kyle, Carrie, oh, and Reed. You know, so we got a few of the uh, the homies in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so saw the mural. Um, that was great. Uh, what else did we do? What got some hit? giant beers. Yeah, we got like huge beers, <laughs> and we made a little connection for tomorrow. Leader tomorrow beers. morning. Oh yeah, dude! I am so excited about this, and you guys know this because we're like driving up in the RV, and 
you know, we're trying to find as many guests as possible. And we're, we're making room for Howie Roseman and talking about doing, you know, number of the rookies. And we got Kelsey. And I'm just fixated on the idea of interviewing the chicken man. <laughs> you know, the, the rotisserie chicken man. The guy who ate a fucking chicken a day. He ate a fucking bird a day on the pier. That He's so iconic that they renamed the pier Chicken Pier. Because when I DM'd him and I said, hey, how do, how do I go about getting a bird with you, man? I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh, let's get it done. And I said, can we meet at the pier? And I Googled it, and the fucking pier is called Chicken Pier. Amazing. Does he, do you, you know the rotisserie chicken guy. You at course. home. You know. First this question. guy, like six months ago, Listen. he went viral in Philly because he ate a rotisserie chicken every day. I just want to say this. Not a big deal. I could do that easy. But he did it, and he brought people to, together, man. Performance artists. 40 days. Listen. Incredible. 40 days. One of the questions you have to ask him. There were me. like 100 people at the pier. All creeds, backgrounds. Listen, for me, you have to ask him if he got any type of compensation for them change, to change that pier, that name. I will. I'll talk to him. I'm, so I'm gonna, You'll be I'm, there, Nate. Ask I'm him. interviewing him in the morning. Yeah, you're, you're going to be a part of it. <laughs> But I got a camping table that I have, you know, uh, from the time with my family mm-hmm. in the RV. Uh, I have some camping chairs. We're going to have a probably a white tablecloth that I'm going to send you motherfuckers out to get in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, some flowers. We're going to dress this thing up. And we're going to have two rotisseries. And it's just two men eating a chicken, you know. Two men and, a, and two birds. <laughs> and uh, no utensils. We're going hand-to-hand combat. Mm-hmm. And I want to know... What that was like to eat 40 fucking rotisseries in 40 days. Because I respect this guy, and I can't wait. Guy's a fucking legend. Is he? Like, we've been talking about Jesus a lot lately. Didn't, didn't Jesus, like, eat 40 suffer rotisseries? for 40 days? Wasn't it like 40 days and 40 <laughs> Get nights? out of here, dude. You cannot. Not, not a mere 12 to 14 days after my opinion. We should find a spot in Charlottesville and try to beat it. Do 41 days. <laughs> no, this guy's our ally, dude. I'm yeah. not trying to take his... The only record I'm trying to break is the pumpkin float record, which we are working on. We got a fucking guy we are working on it. in How Virginia. How many miles is the, is the key? Oh, it's... I don't remember, but I'm going to do it. It's 38.1. Yeah, oh, no problem. God. In a pumpkin. <laughs> so we got the fucking, you know, the engineers. We got the pumpkin experts at Virginia. We got the whole team mm-hmm. on it. So that's coming in the fall. So anyways, bunch of fun stuff today. But, Nate, I wanted to give out a hollow man. Ooh. Well, okay. I didn't say hollow man, but somebody on the set said hollow man for Hakeem Nix. Okay, one of my favorite players one of my old in college, teammates, man. and one of your old, old teammates, UNC wide receiver, hell of a player, had a fucking insane catch radius, huge hands, like freakish hands. This guy could catch anything. Well, when he got to the league, he was he was good, but he wasn't like what maybe people expected. So yeah. he caught some hell in New York, but he came to a practice, um, you know, over the the week uh, the weekend. Uh, think it's a weekend because it's wednesday and we're drunk but the mother <laughs> hakeem bro wore his own jersey to practice so people say it's a code break what say you nate tough situation to be in can i show you the picture oh pull God. the picture up somebody got a phone pull I it up i haven't seen this yet 
Johnny on the spot. Reed's got it. Oh, no. Looking like somebody's uncle. <laughs> you know? Did they give that to him, maybe? Okay, but so what? here's my take. He Not had a ha- signing. He had a signing. No, he didn't. Bro, he had he had, bro. I, he was I, at practice I, in his fucking nah, jersey. I'm throwing man. him a cape. He had a, he 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 had a signing. Um, hey, Clark at that, Kent. Clark Kent couldn't you know, right, save him, man. You know, this, right next to MetLife Stadium, they yeah. have that big ass new mall, the Mall of America. Not, not the Mall of America, but like they have another big mall there. Where you ski? He probably, yeah, yeah. yeah he probably ski, was skiing. All that stuff, like He's the little, skiing. Yep. Was Hakeem next day on the slopes? Yep. And you know. Even if it wasn't, Nate, okay, here's my take. Wait, 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 wait. What other Giants players wore 88? Okay, you're really fucking doing Like, what other Giants <laughs> players wore 88? Yo. Like, he could have been wearing someone else. Hey. No, it had his name on it. <laughs> no, 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 it doesn't. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Mm. It doesn't have his name, so. So, you think he's repping a different 88. Which is cool, you know? <laughs> you know show, what he's Show doing? respect. He's trying to get C.D. Lamb to leave Dallas and come to Guys. New York. That's exactly the bottom line is this: our guy, who we love, Hakeem Nix, who was a fucking beast, decided to wear his fucking jersey to a Giants practice. So if you were there, all right. So here's the deal. So time out. See, so he deserves some whipped cream in his face. No, you're letting him off easy. No, no, team issue gear. Team issue gear. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, smack cam. (laughs) But here's the deal: I actually respect it. I respect it way more. Coming from like Hakeem Nix, then I do like if a Hall of Famer rolled up with his own jersey, you're like, all right, mm-hmm. we get it, Steve Smith. You know, you love Steve Smith. Like, what a move. But when a guy who people are saying, hey, you weren't fucking Steve Smith or you weren't mm-hmm. fucking, you know, where's his jersey to practice? That takes a, a, a whole lot of gumption, man. So listen. And I respect that a lot. So I really me- do. I really. I love the fact I I would not be caught dead in my own jersey. So let me ask you this. Yeah. So if that I that guy's wore, got fucking he's got pizzazz. So I can. So I respect it. So if I wore, fucking Ray Lewis got his own jersey on in in Owings Mills. I'm like, hey man, we get it. Number fifty two, we got it. We so, got it. So I could wear. So it's okay for me to wear my UVA jersey in Charlottesville. No. No. <laughs> Why not? Because it's college Weird. football. Okay, if you wore so, it to a Jaguars game, so I'd be like, that's wear, kind of funny. I could wear a Collins jersey to a Jaguar or a Bears or, or a Bears game? No, wear your, your Jags jersey down the, in the pool, man. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll respect the hell out of that. <laughs> Can we send you down there? You wear your own jersey? No one will know who I am, bro. It would be awesome. People would be like, who's Collins. I gotta check the record books. I gotta see if um how many more. Dude, D- you scored a touchdown. Yeah, I, I, I want to see how many more D linemen in Jacksonville history have scored a touchdown. You almost wore your own jersey there tonight at softball. No, I didn't. <laughs> I did. You wore it. I wasn't. I wasn't even thinking it's about wearing jersey it. though. One last thing. So I'm not sure if it officially started or not, but it seemed like we might have had the first round in the weed smoking competition decathlon this <laughs> yeah. evening. And I want to get a ruling on this. I have an early uh, point. Nate, Nate had a, an early exit. Yeah, so we got in the Uber to go to the fucking karaoke bar after uh, yeah. sampling some of the cure leaf. And I smoked again. Reads my witness. Did oh, I not? No, that's fine. That's cool. That's cool. Did I not? <laughs> See, <laughs> you guys are trying to... No, But we okay. got in the Uber. Yeah. I think the problem was that you smoked again. We got in the Uber. 
and you had to suddenly leave the Uber and said, hey, I'll meet you guys at the bar. Very quickly, with no explanation. Because you ripped your own pants. And that is high guy one-on-one ripping your own pants, okay? And you put a fucking video on your, on your Twitter. Way to get ahead of it. Looks like it's the worst video I've ever seen. The video looks like the, a video I'm not supposed to be watching. It's a picture of Nate's inner thigh, okay? He's like fucking whipping his jeans around. He's like, look at this hole in my jeans. And I think I'm looking at something I'm not supposed to be. Think about how I felt stepping into this fucking minivan. I felt bad for you. This damn minivan. And you hear... And I thought... The reason why I was sitting there like that... Cheech ripped his jabos. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking... I mean... I sat there and thought about it like, could I go through the night with with a rip? And I thought it wasn't going to be that big. And then I looked down. No, it was, and it was I a sizable whole inner thigh, sizable chasm in the <laughs> denim there. And I was afraid that maybe <laughs> I can go to jail possibly if I went out <laughs> with my pants ripped. <laughs> so I made the stu- Uber stop immediately yeah. so I can get out and change. Just. Send you to jail for having meat, your meat out. Nate didn't even say anything when he walked back through the door. He just pointed at his leg and walked up the stairs. Yeah, because he was so stoned. Yeah. I mean, it's the first quarter, Nate. I mean, come on. Bro. Come on, man. Yo, Hold on, player. <laughs> hey, we got, uh, we got Jason Kelsey. I promise the interview's good. Cash App. The easy way to send, spend, save, and invest with friends. Cash App helps you connect effortlessly with your finances and with your people, and that's money. I love going on a float with my buddies, and we all share our cash tags and split the bill. That is what friends are for. Cash App provides us with an easy way to send and spend money, save and invest in stock and Bitcoin. Cash App, however, does not provide a dry pair of pants. You want to remember that when you get off the river. Try the number one finance app in the App Store. Whether sending, spending, saving, investing, splitting, tipping, donating, or gifting, that's money, and that's Cash App. Download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play Store today to create your own cash tag. So where the fuck do we start? What's <laughs> up, <laughs> <So>, bud? <laughs> What's up, man? I uh, We just had a nice embrace on the side of the road in the airport terminal. We, we did, yeah. Uh, to give people background on what happened here, uh, we drove the RV up. But we're still working out some kinks in the system, and we were going to interview Jason on the RV, and a nice guy named Mike from Hertz said, you guys need, now our producer dropped names, but he said, if you guys need the Hertz parking lot, you can do that. Yeah. So we set up in there, there was a bunch of beeping. Uh, and we had to come to the Sheridan. We're in the um, the Haverford room. Yeah, so right where here. I live. Yeah, so it, it's almost like it was meant to be. Yeah. In this room. Yeah, I think um, yeah. Troubleshooting an RV to where beeping sounds were coming from was not on my to do list today. Yeah, but it was uh, an adventure nonetheless. I yeah. yeah, maybe that was like busting with the boys. Like yeah, uh, maybe that's what they trying do. to say. Like this is our turf. <laughs> it's too hard to execute a, a podcast in an RV that's actually running. Right, it's got to be stationary. Sure. Yeah. Um, how are you? I'm doing great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel really, really good. Um, I've, I've officially for the most part healed up from all the like little things from the season. Yeah. My right knee up until actually this week was still giving me some issues in the back, just like, yeah. uh, Baker cyst type stuff. Yeah. And it feels great. This good. Week. So, um, 
I'm very happy with where I'm at right now. Yeah. And how close were you to saying close? I'll be honest. Like yeah. Every year I feel like we talk and you're like, yeah, oh. yeah. But I mean, it's getting harder and harder. I mean, yeah. I think, um, this was definitely the hardest one, the closest one I came to retiring. But I, I think part of that's too, is like, I almost just on, on some levels, I feel like I should just retire like still like, yeah like, like what am i really why do i keep Wait doing this camp. to myself yeah camp's not gonna be a good mind frame but yeah we'll get through it i think and camp has changed so much but um yeah i think the bottom line is i think i still want to play football and i still enjoy going into work i still enjoy being around teammates and i still feel like i can do it at the right level for another year or yeah. I, I hope i can well, it'd have to be a pretty big drop off for you not to be able to do it. Yeah, because you're playing really well. Like honestly, yeah. are you playing as well as you've ever played? You know, I, I graded out really high. Um, I played at a really consistent level last yeah. year, but there's certain things that help that out. You know, we have a really good group. Yeah. In general. Yeah. Um, obviously, the tackles positions are secured with Lane and Jordan, which allows us to be pretty thick in the middle and. You know, we don't have to help them out that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, Landon Dickerson is a big boy. It's a mountain, dude. Isaac Sayomalu just got paid. Happy for him. I think he's been one of the most underrated guards in the league for a long time. So I have a lot of really good offensive linemen around me. Quarterback gets us into a lot of advantageous situations. Uh, teams are nervous to run games and do a lot of things and pass pro. Yeah, as would we be. Right. Yeah, if we're playing somebody you like know, Jay I mean, I think all of that kind of helps – Everyone played better. You know, yeah. I think Lane has proven over the last decade he's the best pass blocking right tackle in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But that's only become easier because now you have a guy who can roll out to his right and is so dynamic outside the pocket. Uh, you know, edge rushers are terrified to give up contain out there. And doesn't put y'all in bad spots with the sacks. Yeah. No. Like that that's a that's an interesting thing with him because he's so mobile he could use it. But it feels like he's really smart about where he drifts and where he doesn't he drift. He makes quick decisions. He's yeah. got great awareness in the pocket. He delivers a ball quickly when he is in there. Yeah. Like he does, he, there's not a lot of uh, wasted time inside the pocket. Um, I think I, I ran into an offensive line coach at the combine when I was there. And uh, we were just shooting the stuff and that was one of the things that he thought was a very underrated part of Jalen's game is you know it's one two three balls out one two three balls out, and then he has the ability to then break contain yeah. and extend play so it's like you know at times you have this unbelievable receiver in AJ Brown yeah who can beat anybody on a slant and it's like you know, a catch throw and then at other times you know he's breaking contain and guys are doing double moves down the field yeah. so it's like, you know what are you what are we trying to take away from these guys and you know, that's part of why he's such a special player. How long did it take? Because I remember texting you after the Super Bowl. I, like, gave you a week. Because mm-hmm. nobody wants to hear, like, hey, it's going to be okay. <laughs> like, because it's not. It's not fucking okay. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I, yeah. you were real classy about it. The whole team was real classy about it. You could have been, like, this call, that call, or, you know, like, and I know. but It's just not healthy, I feel like, to approach it that way. But, no, I – it was a weird. It was a mixed emotions on the field for sure. Because Travis on the other team, my mom's down there. Come on, though. No, no I'm serious. You had good emotions for Travis. I I think I did. Yeah, I, I'm. I was genuinely on some level. Uh, there's still a level of happiness for your brother. Some level. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, yeah. 
overwhelmingly the other the feeling is negative, mm-hmm. and it's you know you're, it's negative for you, but it's also negative for the team and all these guys. Like Jalen, I mean, it's one of the best performances by a quarterback in Super Bowl. History. He was incredible, and he doesn't have a ring to show for that. So, you know, I think it really set in probably the next day. And I'm still thinking about, you know, plays I want it back. Like, you know, if we just did this, like, why did I make that call if I just did that? You know, this guy does it, you know, all these what ifs. And that's subsided as time goes, I think. In some ways, it's like the the stages of grief, right? Like the first, yeah. initially you're on the field and you're like in denial. Like, yeah. man, you know, I, I, you know, we played hard and just didn't have the ball at the end and didn't get a chance to go down the field one more time. But, you know, it wasn't like we got blown out. So no. I, I was kind of proud of the way some of the team played especially you know offensively and Jalen in particular but yeah I think you know as with anything you know losing sucks and um the Super Bowl is an awful one to, to lose my brother said that going into the season he said you know uh because they lost to Tampa and he said you know losing a Super Bowl will never make you want to go back and win one and i Thought he was just saying that because it sounded good to the crowd of people that yeah. we were in front of. But I was like, no, that motherfucker's probably – he was actually telling the truth, and I understand exactly what he's saying. I told you what Rob Ninkovich said to me. Rob Ninkovich. No, what did Rob say? Um, he said, as we were on the bus to, like, uh, you know, like uh, picture day at Super Bowl. Yeah. He was like, listen, this is a lot of fun, but if we lose this thing, you're going to wish we went 2-14. and 14 Yeah. And that we didn't play in it at all. There's some absolute truth to that. I mean, it, to 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 go all the way to have the season you do and everything to go that way, and then for it to end like that, it's it's not fun. Yeah. Of course, my text to you was like, "You can't win them all." Yeah, right. <laughs> and you go easy for you to say that you actually won them all. Yeah, right. And I was like, "Well, you fucking you got me there. I was lucky." <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, it's like you come back. The next year, and I was going to, you know, meet up with Howie tomorrow and interview Howie. And sure. One of the things I was going to ask him was like, I know, like, you always have to say, we got to do something different or we got to do this different or that different. But the difference between us winning in 17 and y'all losing this year is nothing. Yeah. I mean, there's literally nothing. It's one strip sack or it's, you know, the bouncing of football or one call. Like, yeah. So, I mean, how do you come out of that and build without saying, like, oh, we got to change X, Y, and Z? It, it feels like you got to do the same thing. Things just got to go right. Well, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, it was a shootout in 2017 just like it was yeah. this past year, right? Yeah. We Were you mad at us, by the way, in 2017? I never asked you this. Like, no. Because like, no. Lane was mad. I remember Lane, Lane, Lane came over during the second half and was like, can y'all get a fucking stop? Well, in, in the game, I think <laughs> that's, it, a, that's a different <laughs> thing. But, like, as you know, like, yeah. you guys coming up big against the Falcons, yeah. like, it, it's all a team game, mm-hmm. right? And I think, mm-hmm. you know, in the in the heat of the moment, you know, when you're playing good teams and good quarterbacks, they're going to put up points. Yeah. So you know it's going to be something like that. Yeah. You know you're going to have to score. Mm-hmm. And it just led to the excitement of the game. I'm especially not mad because we won the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's yeah. no lingering Yeah, games. but, I mean, had we lost, it wasn't, you know, uh, you know, I always have people say, like, hey, y'all beat Tom Brady. I'm like, right. oh, we <laughs> we did. We were on the field with Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, I, but, I mean, BG comes up with that strip yeah, sack no at the question. end of the game. No question. You know, and, you know, um, they, yeah, Kansas City, I think, had three positions in the first half. That's yeah. it. 
We only had three possessions in the second half. Yeah. They had one non-scoring drive in the first half. We had one non-scoring drive in the second half. So, I mean, it was just one of those games where it felt like whoever had the ball last was going to win. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, they they had a less. With your body and the conversation about, like, retirement and that sort of thing, we were just offline, like, mm-hmm. uh, we were joking about the shape we're in physically. Yeah. Um, is that a worry for you? I mean, you know, that's one of the things that goes into your mind, right? Like, but at this point, I'm kind of already pot committed to being in bad shape. Yeah. Like, I don't know that playing, you know, one more year really changes that um, unless there's like a big, big injury, which that's always the risk stepping out there. I think, um, you know, I've kind of succumbed to the fact that I'm going to, I already have arthritis in my ankles and knees and uh, hips, right? And, We'll deal with it down the road. Hopefully, doctors are coming out with good procedures yeah. down the line. Yeah, the, it's funny because, like, you know, I retired and I kind of did it a little ahead of schedule mm-hmm. where, yeah, I could go a little more. And I thought it would buy me this, like, fountain of youth transition into retirement. Yeah. And my body feels terrible. Really? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't feel good. Like I'm okay. pulling my hamstring, playing softball, and fucking, <laughs> you know, I'm struggling to do, you know, daily tasks relative to my buddies who are 38. Yeah. So I think you actually have the right idea because I don't think it, 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 I don't think like you getting out now is going to make you feel better at 40 or at 50 or yeah. at 60, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, anytime you go on there, you can have some type of big one. Yeah. Right. But I think, um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of living in the moment. Whatever happens down the road, we'll, we'll, we'll approach it then. There's all sorts of modern medical advances yeah, happening. Do, do you think we're good here? I don't know. Yeah, I, I well, I think I'm. I'm definitely I think we're not. good right now. <laughs> no, I'm. I've never been good here. Yeah, so that's part of it. Is yeah. like you could kick another trash can and that's somebody right. could be like, hey, Jason's losing his shit. That's right. But, yeah, I've, I've been you, doing that. have been kicking trash cans in yeah. Cincinnati. I've very much had this rap for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I worry about that stuff, but I also think, like, I look at my dad. Yeah. He, I mean, he's played way more trauma than us right. in that era. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about, you know, Jim Brown lived to 87, you know, just passed away. Yep. Um Every time there's like a horror story, we focus so much on it. But there's a lot of guys who live long, happy lives. There are. And, um, you know, the league has certainly put an emphasis on trying to reduce the amount yeah. of those big hits to the head. Um, I know you're a we fan also, of the, the, the foam mm-hmm. pads and, uh, yeah, the on top of the helmet pad. And then they'll, in a couple of years, there'll be another on top of the pad of that yeah, pad. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Then but, I come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I, I think that they're, I think we know a lot more in general about uh, health and uh, recovery, uh, you know, how to prevent traumatic brain injury. And, and, I mean, quite honestly, I think they're learning stuff about all sorts of age-related cognitive decline. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm optimistic that we're in a much different situation than some of the players that preceded us. For sure, yeah. So uh, I look at it optimistically. I think there's some damage being caused. I mean, you know, I don't think you can play the game without doing something if you're hitting your head yeah. that much yeah. for as long as we've played. Mm-hmm. But um, I th- I'm optimistic about it. One thing I'm optimistic about is New Heights. Hey. I think it could be pretty good. Thanks. I think you could. I appreciate <laughs> it. I mean, 
I mean, I think you were one of the people that got the whole thing started. I don't well, know that we've shared that. We ever. haven't talked. I told the guys in the bus. They were, they were like, you got to ask them about New Heights. I was like, well, no shit. I got that in my nose. Well, um, <laughs> I remember you calling me. Yeah. Um, and just saying, what do you think about me doing a podcast? Yep. And your questions were, your concerns were what? Well, the uh, big concern was, you know, I don't know that I asked you about this specifically, but a big concern is, you know, is it a distraction from the season, the team? You know, if the season doesn't go well, it's not going to be a good look. So I think all of those things were kind of concerns, but then you see other guys doing it while they're still playing and it's a success. So mm-hmm. I think some of the biggest questions you was like, you know, what do you think about starting this? Like what is, is, is doing it while I'm playing the right time is. And I thought, yes. Well, that was the biggest advice she said. So I'm, uh, you know, what did I say? I blacked out. So when Travis and I were trying to figure out just whether we were going to do it or not, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're meeting with multiple groups. There's multiple different ideas being thrown out on what that could look like. And we kind of had narrowed it down to the team that we ultimately ended up selecting. But I was just floating the whole entire situation about this to you. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of under the gun as the season was getting going on whether we were going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like we need to do it. We need to make it a quicker decision. Mm-hmm. And I remember your best, your advice to me was just, you know, do it while you're still playing. Like, yeah. Cause I didn't know if I was going to play another year after that. Yeah. And you're like, I think, you know, you can approach all this stuff on who you're with or how it goes like after the fact, but like start this while you're still playing while you're in the middle of a season, while people are going to be interested in hearing. Because like, they, they'll always love you, but there's like a, an amount of like paying attention to what you say and what you, what you push out yeah. you know, creatively mm-hmm. that I think probably changes when you retire. Now, you'll always be a god here. And, yeah. you know, like you're, you're a Hall of Famer and all that stuff, and I'll be all humble. We'll but, yeah. but, you know, like it's a different calculus than when I was retiring, but um, – I think also everything that makes you great ensured that you weren't going to be a fucking slacker or play bad right. or, you know, show your ass yeah. or be a distraction. I mean, like, I, have you at any point felt like you were a distraction? Zero. If anything, I feel like I've been more engaged because I'm, like, having to follow more stuff mm-hmm. from across the league to at least be semi-informed on things. Yeah. And then, I don't know, you get to control – the message of the team more. You get yeah. to control what you want to say more. You can use it for good. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's, it, I, you know, I actually do think that like the, the, the media narrative, what you're saying, you know, guys hear that. Yeah. Fans hear that. Every, yeah. You know, I think that it's, it's a powerful tool to utilize as a current player. Yeah. Um, so I, I've, I actually really think it was something good for me and Travis, uh, to do that together, not just fun, but yeah. I think it was beneficial. And so how do y'all prep? Like what goes into making a show? Yeah, we have, we have an amazing team yeah. at Wave, um, and they give us a rundown of what the show is going to look like for the week the night before. Yeah. And you kind of read that. You're kind of going over it. And usually in season, we're recording Tuesday. Yeah. So we'll get that rundown Monday night. Um, and – from there, you're kind of going through it. You're thinking about things. We're in a group chat, so we're texting all week of, mm-hmm. hey, I think, you know, this was interesting from that game or, uh, you know, this happened uh, in, during the week. 
I'd like to touch on it and mm-hmm. the deal. But for the most part, we get that rundown, and then the next day we're coming back in the pre-show with notes on things that we like about it, bits that we want to take out. Maybe we're like, I don't really want to talk about that. So, and then we do the show. You let it fly. Yeah. <laughs> Who, uh, who's your favorite guest so far? Man, uh, I really like the Jalen Hurts one. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Um, and I, I would like to do more teammates. Yeah. I did a bunch of coaches at the combine. Uh, but I really like doing the Jalen one. And I thought that, yeah, I, I think he's a special person and player. So it was awesome for everyone else to see that side of him. Because, yeah. you know, he's a very. You know, in most media settings, he's a very buttoned up like. Dude, he's like this. Yeah, man. When I met him, I was like, man, he's just like this. Yeah, and in it's a not an act. Like no, that's yeah. who he is. No, yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I think have, letting him open up shows personality a little bit more. I thought was awesome. Yeah. Um, and it was a joy to do that with Trav and him. Um, I thought the Howie one was good. Resident. dude. Howie and our podcast team right after the show that we did with Howie. They're like, Hey, if, if Howie ever wants to do his own podcast, like he we can, will yeah. sign him in he a second. Do it. He yeah. Do it. Yeah. He's got that gift. I did think. he tell you something you don't know on that show? I'm trying to remember. Cause he's pretty sharp with like the non answers and the, you know, he, he didn't really shy away from everything. Yeah. I mean, anything. Yeah. Uh, he told us a story about Terrell Owens. Yeah. Which I think, T.O. wasn't happy about Well, he refuted on Twitter. What was it again? It was... uh, So he said there was a story about... um, I asked him, what's your welcome to the NFL moment, right? And he said, so we're having this whole contract issue with T.O. He's on a plane with him, and he's sitting uh, behind him. Mm -hmm. And they're held up. The play's, like, waiting for one more passenger. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, it's T.O. He comes on, and he jacks the seat back uh, into Howie. Mm -hmm. And he has to sit with... T.O.'s seat in his lap the whole time. Maybe T.O.'s just a reclined guy. Maybe he is. That's what I – and, and then – and but at the end of it, I think this is what T.O. I think really refuted, besides not, I don't think, remembering the altercation yeah. at all, uh, was uh, you know, how he said something like uh, – oh, my gosh, I'm trying to remember. He it was something walking off the plane. As he was walking off – oh, my God, I don't want to miss it. It was – a swear word. I know mm-hmm. there's a swear word in mm-hmm. there, and I guess T.O. doesn't swear. Ah. So he was like, anybody knows came on that show. I wouldn't say that. Anybody knows. That's I think yeah. something like that. I like T.O., dude. I don't have a problem with him. I don't know him. Oh, he's really And cool. he was he's, an unbelievable player. Dude, he's really cool. Okay. I'm just like, the times I've been around him, and I'm a pretty good judge. I'm not a good judge of character, but yeah. I'm a tough critic. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of egos out there and guys sure. you meet that you're just like, holy shit, get a load of that guy. Like I have heard from the most people that have that know T.O., yeah. most people have said positive things. Yeah. There's obviously something that went down with the Eagles, and I don't know what that is. Yeah. So that's why, like, I didn't even want to get into this Twitter who, who do you back th- and forth. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't even yeah, want to get involved that's in That's what this. I was thinking about with you because I was like, <laughs> it's weird when somebody comes on your show. Sure. And says something yeah. that pisses somebody else off, yeah. and you're like, "Ah, I'm just a fucking journalist." Well, yeah, you know? well, I mean, but he <laughs> offered that, to he come off- make the record straight. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And listen, I think that's a tremendous opportunity. But I don't like <laughs> Gerald McCoy came on our show and was talking about how him and Sap weren't getting along. Oh, and really? It was you know there were some details that weren't didn't pay. Did Gerald and, McCoy play with Sap? Well, no, but Gerald afterwards like wanted when he left for Carolina or something like that. 
or Dallas or wherever he was, um, they gave his number away right away, and he was kind of like, ah. And, gotcha. And, and then Warren Sapp was like, ah, that's not a fucking code break, dude. You didn't do anything here. Gotcha. In so many words. Like, you didn't do what me and John Lynch did. You didn't do it. Well, I mean, well, yeah, there's something to that, but yeah. but but as a player, you can't blame Gerald McCoy for being on bad teams. I yeah, mean, he was great. Yeah, um, but I, but I felt in the aftermath of that, I was like, man, I hope Sapp's not looking at me like, uh, you know, you're nodding along. Well, you're taking his story. side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want to make en- enemies with Warren Sapp, no. but but I, I do feel like doing the pod. And I don't know if you feel this at all, but like, I feel like a fucking goofball sometimes. Oh, for sure. You're just yeah. like. I talk for a living. Well, yeah. you, you're doing other shit for a living. <laughs> yeah. But like sometimes you're just, you know, cutting it on and yeah, cutting I mean, up and, 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 you know, you worry fans think you're talking too much. You're, you know, you're giving too for sure. much. Yeah. You're, you're like, am I this guy now? You yeah. know? Yeah. And, you know, most of the best social clips online have been when we kind of are like way off script fucking and around. we're just fucking yeah. around. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, I don't know. We try to at least, we try to do that. Yeah. You know, we want to let Travis and I's relationship actually come forward in the podcast. Yeah. So, you know, the best episodes, whether it's interviews with people um, or just episodes of me and him, happen when we're not just following yeah. the script. You're off the script. Yeah. Like, I think, you know, the, we just interviewed Andy Reid, and Andy's was fantastic. He was awesome. Andy. Yeah. But, like, for us, it kind of happened quickly. And you I flew out there prepare. that morning, and yeah. I didn't have time to read anything. And, it's fucking great. and then when you're in the moment, you haven't read yeah. it beforehand. You end up being a little bit more like bulleted. And I, I wish I would have had more. You're more interested in your mind. Yeah, you just and so that that's going to reflect positively, like the way you remember the interview, and then you'll go back and look at it, like, huh? Yeah. When exactly. people at home aren't like, I've heard that before. Yeah. You and your brain are like, I prep for this. It exactly. bores me. And you some know? of the ones that I haven't. Like, I'm like, man, I wish I would have gotten more deep in, into that conversation. Some of those episodes have done great, and yeah. people love them. Yeah. Like you're saying, like, I, it's interesting what I think while I'm doing it. I'm like, oh, that episode's going to suck. Very and it goes online, and yeah. it's like, man, that thing did great. Yeah. Like, people like you no matter People love what. talking about Harry Potter houses. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what was that, Gryffindor? Uh, yeah, you're Gryffindor for sure. What is that? It's, it's a good. It's, it's a good yeah. thing. So the way I think in the Harry Potter world, the houses work. You yeah. have four houses. You have Gryffindor is like ambition, yeah, f- but for doing good, yeah, like charity, Slytherin, guys. yeah, yeah. Okay, good. But ultimately, like uh, you know, they're team guys. So yeah, like, for, well, I guess yeah. Slytherin's kind of team too. You think right? I was a team guy for sure? Really? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think I'm kind of selfish. I think everybody's selfish. Okay, but I think when you can. Uh, Put aside those things for yeah. the betterment of the team. Yeah. When you can, when you help other guys play better, yeah. whether it's through your personality yeah. or offering advice okay, or whatever. That's good. I'm not yeah, that guy. I, right. I think you're. Okay. There's a reason you won two Super Bowls <laughs> so make consecutively. It, so my co-host making is Slytherin. I would say that's probably accurate. Because okay. because he's smart. Yeah. Like like Slytherin is, but not always. He used could for also good. be Ravenclaw. So so Ravenclaw and Slytherin are smart. Yeah. Right. Ravenclaw can also be evil, but typically Slytherin is like your ambition yeah. and your ambition is to like get over on everybody Take or over. like to be bad. Who'd you put as a Slytherin on your podcast? Man. Because that's I, tough because you got to put a bad. I know. I, well, so I like Aaron Rodgers a lot, but I put him in Slytherin. Yeah. Because he's kind of made himself a villain. A little bit. Yeah. 
I mean, and but, I think he's. I hope that this. I'm pulling this for is the, the thing, Jets, like, bro, because Joe, Joe Douglas, the, and some and, of the best wizards in the wizarding world come from Slytherin. And really? Not all of them are bad. And he is one of the best. But wizards he's. I would say he's got time. that. Vi- I mean, yeah, of all time, of all time. Well, we can't make this a breakout because they already did it on their fucking show. <laughs> yeah. Good news. The Thursday show we do with AMP will continue. 4.30 every Thursday. The Greenlight team, Cowboy Reed, Fax, Kingston. Uh, I'll pop through there sometimes. On AMP, you can interact with us really easily. There's a call-in button. We invite call-ins all the time. You can talk directly to us, ask us questions, ask us our favorite music. We might even play some. There's also a live chat during the show. If you have a question about a topic we're talking about, fire it off in the chat. We'll answer. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be doing what we've been doing all fall uh, every Thursday at four thirty on AMP. Uh, check us out. If you're in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I have great news for you. Sign up today to receive special offers and take advantage of great promos. Don't miss out on the fun. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem in Arizona? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. We were talking about T.O. earlier. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering, who do you think are like the most misunderstood eagles like that fans should maybe Man. like more you know like if you were to sell something like i'll give you one nelson oh, aguilar going oh my gosh yeah, you know poor that. guy drops the ball then he's a meme because the guy i, I really like the guy that the dude. news was like yeah i'm like aguilar i'm like fuck man but dude, ne- people are creative man it's yeah. crazy it's but nelly was a hard in worker. the heart he was a good guy yeah and, i think and he, he was a good player i love that pick yeah. Nelly was one of the most unselfish. There's probably better picks, but that's why. I, I don't know, know, man. I mean, dude, like this is something stupid that not everybody else is going to appreciate. But, like, you know, you're running dive solid or, like, an inside run, and the receiver's got to go in there and dig the safety out. Yeah, Not dude. everybody – newsflash, not all receivers want to go do that. Yeah, dude. And Nelly – without question, go in there and try and do that. Like, to me, he was willing to do whatever the coaches put on his plate. He tried to get better. I mean, he was on the jugs machines nonstop. Um, You know, there wasn't, like, a lack of effort or, like, want to. Yeah. Um, I really, really enjoyed Nelson as a teammate, even though there were some drops. Yeah. But I I think that as a teammate, I don't think anybody can question that. And – He's done. I mean, I don't. He's had seasons where it hasn't been like that. No, like the 2017 season, he played phenomenal. No, and he was. And then he good did in, good in uh, New England, in Vegas. Or is Vegas? Vegas as well, right? Yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he played had a good year, well and then he went to New England after that. Following mm. my friends really it's well. Hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Well, earlier you were like, remember when you were on that team and Carson got the concussion? I'm like, oh, I was on the couch. Uh, <laughs> you know. Um, all right. So who who would I put? I think first of all, I think great pick by you. Um, I think. I don't know how I can say this anymore because I think people are starting to appreciate him, but I think Lane was the one that I would have said for years. People were down on Lane? I don't think they were down on him. I just don't think that he got the respect he deserved. Yeah, he deserved He should have. He should be, at this point, accolade-wise, with all pros and Pro Bowls, the way every 
the way Trent Williams and all these other highly yeah. decorated guys are, and he and he just isn't yet. Yeah. But I think from an on-field performance, I don't. I really don't think. And you look at the guys that he's blocked, and the way we mm-hmm. don't chip or do mm-hmm. things that help him out. Um, so, but no, I think he's he, on, people are seeing that. He's now. on Johnson Island. So I think that's not an accurate one anymore. Um, people fucking get after McNabb. They do, but I don't. I don't know Donovan. So yeah, I, I don't know him well either. I can't speak to yeah. the, the. But as a player, though, God, great. the guy was amazing. I mean, you can't deny the stats and the production. I mean, he's know? the whole to me as like a young guy. He's the whole reason that the Eagles had this history. You know, like I, I know, like I wasn't around for the '80s or the early '90s. But, sure. You know, when I came here, I was like overwhelmed by all the lore and like kind of the it's just a, a you know and not to say if Donovan wasn't here but he yeah. bridged that gap right and kept the Eagles very relevant and very respectable on national stage for a lot of years well yeah I mean Andy's first run right there with Donovan yeah. and, and and Brian Dawkins and all those guys yeah. I mean they had some unbelievable teams yeah. and you know Donovan was towards the, towards the top of the league and yeah. all of that stuff so I I don't you know I did not pay close enough attention to the Eagles in that era. Yeah. I know that he was very good. I know that the defense was yeah. very solid with Jim yeah. Johnson. I mean, so he's probably more maligned than he should than be. He probably should I would be. bet. Uh, how was the Goodell interview? Great. Like, Roger was phenomenal. Yeah. He's yeah. actually pretty damn personal. Dude, so we – first of all, when they flew this bus, I was like, is this really happening? He's going to come on yeah. and just do this? And um, so – the the bit was he was going to announce us like we're draft picks to like yeah. everybody thinks we're going to come out on the stage right yeah. it's because it's our show we don't tell anybody Roger's going to be there and the commission goes out there and then he's the one that announces that we're coming out and then we interview him and he had like this whole monologue written up and it yeah. was like like detailed about the show yeah. which I'm sure he had help on but yeah. either way his ability to to deliver with like timing and like, I mean he's just it was impressive, and it was something that I wasn't expecting at all. Yeah. So I was laughing my ass off on the side of the stage at some of the stuff he was saying. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, I almost feel like doing it live in a in an audience setting yeah. took away from probably, the, like, how good the interview could you be. you guys did that, like, a live show. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it was our first time ever doing it. Yeah. So, and there's things Was that the show? By. It was draft week. Yeah. When you it, and, it wasn't you and, aired live. Was but that was the live week you became audience. bald? Yeah. Okay, show people. And honestly, I think you look good, man. I told you this before you came on. I was like, bro, like when I see that, you're convinced you're thinning. Like I see thinning, thinning and Just winning. Wait to that, to that light. I see, it. I see a guy who's thinning and winning. I don't see somebody who's like going bald. Thinning I think you should keep the haircut, bro. Hey, I, I think I am going to keep it. Okay, good. Because one, if I'm going bald, I'm going bald. There's nothing I can well, really do about that. We can do about it. That's true. We I were talking are, about that yeah, in the uh, Hertz there, parking lot. <laughs> there, there are like hey, modern uh, advances in medicine. Yeah. There's stuff you can do now. I guess. Yeah. Um, I hear there's a spray. That's what I've been looking at. <laughs> You've been looking at. I've been looking at. You're it. either. I've been doing looking at. Yeah. I. Yeah. There's a. I don't know how, how, how far are we going to go down this rabbit hole? I'll go down it. But. Um, you know the, the this is active the stuff ingredient. people love. There's a lot of guys who are balding out yeah. there. Well, the, that the want active, to know like what they're hearing. The question is, the active ingredient in that stuff is supposedly women that are trying to have babies or pregnant aren't supposed to touch finasteride. Yes, um, I don't know how I know that. With right, why would they? <laughs> <laughs> um, you take the pill form of it, kills your boners. That's one of the side effects yep. of some people. So they say. Um, but the pill form, nobody else is. 
touching it, mm-hmm. right? If you spray it, the concern is, well, the stuff's just spraying. I mean, it's a mist, right? Yeah, so it could so be like in your maybe eyes, this is getting like I, I'm spraying on my head. It's getting on my wife's yeah. toothbrush or something yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> but the positive is that you don't get like the serum levels of yes. it. So, yes. I, I, I had an appointment with a doctor that I already missed. Yeah. So is it I'm like a little, explore. you know, the spray butter? You remember the spray butter? Yeah. Yeah. Is it like that? It's yeah, like a little it's like, container like, I, like that I, with a little white like top. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in, dude. I'm in, bro. <laughs> I, will, I told I'll my take, dad. I'll I told take. this to my dad. My dad was like, don't put those chemicals on your head, son. Don't. You would have a good bald head, though. You know how some guys have a fucked I'm, up looking I'm, head when they go bald. I'm getting more used to it. Yeah. I actually You're not bald, dude. Just, yeah, the and the and the bald and beard look is is in right now. It is in. So. It's timeless. Yeah. Um <laughs> all right, so guest wise, if you could have any guest, usually we'd say dead or alive. Okay. You could have any dead guest. Dead Obviously guest. alive, but dead currently. Who would that be? Time out. Am I doing dead or alive? Dead. Dead. Okay. But they're gonna be alive for the interview. That's good. It's <laughs> positive. That's a good thing. Your um, producers are on it. <laughs> Um, oh man Uh, don't say Jesus or something I mean that'd be great well yeah I mean that'd be a great get (laughs) it'd be great (laughs) he's the number one bookseller of all time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I think uh, (laughs) I think I'd go um, Tom Clancy doesn't have him or I don't know (laughs) (laughs) one of these guys you sure Jack Reacher hasn't Uh caught him um yeah, I think, uh, <clears throat> and you get a translator. So if you want like Genghis Khan, you could definitely talk to him. Wow, you know what I mean? Man, I don't want to botch this. Well, person. no hurry. They're dead. They're yeah, not going anywhere. Right. Um, I would. Oh man. I don't know if I want to go like Martin Luther King, like historical figure, mm-hmm. um, or if I want to go like my grandfather. You're just going through the that high I never met. Book like I'm trying to think. Yeah. Like, do I want do I want to keep this within the family, or am I trying to go um, uh, for like just knowledge and? Mm-hmm. And frame of reference mm-hmm. of like a different time. I think the knowledge and frame, frame of reference might play think, well. Yeah, I think maybe one of the, uh, I don't know, maybe one of the founding fathers. Didn't maybe. one of Siegfried and Roy die? One of the Siegfried and Roy guys? I'd love mm-hmm. to have that I, guy on. Is the one that got eaten by the tiger? Yeah, how was it? What it feel like? You know what I'm saying? That's an interesting take. Yeah. Not necessarily for gain of like your life accomplishments like, of like how was what that? you did, but like what does it feel like when exactly. you're being eaten alive? Exactly. That's a good take. <laughs> That's not a bad take. <laughs> All right, how about alive? Alive? Might be easier. Man, um This is a pretty big podcast, so we can get this out for you. <laughs> Chris Long. Chris Long. That's I'm right. on, dude. All right, perfect. I'm on. I'm on. You just gotta keep me alive. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I'll change my Do I get to come to- in person or do we gotta do it on Zoom? Well, I, I would prefer it in person. Yeah. I, I like doing the interviews on in person. I do too. More. Um, but it's hard to get Trav in there too. We've done one with Pat where him and Pat were in person, and I was virtual. Yeah. So, I mean, that would be preferable. Yeah. yeah. Um, Have you guys had your your first uh, big fight yet, you and Trav? Like, oh, dude. on the yeah. on the media. Side? I walked out 
during one of the uh, podcasts. No shit. Uh, which is not. I texted him last night too. He got all upset because I. I don't even know if I want to say little this. brothers, dude. Little brothers. It's no, okay. but there was something like I was. I, I like we were talking about this exact thing. Mm-hmm. Who should we have on the podcast? Mm-hmm. And he threw a name out there. I was like, that guy sucks. I Probably don't want to talk. YouTuber, yeah, TikToker, and, and Tra- it was bigger than that. But hey, Tra- <laughs> yeah, Tra- uh, I forgot. Oh yeah, you don't want my catalog. Yeah, Tra- was like, yo, well, well, this was like high. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm trying to see the rest. You, 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 you're getting an idea of what kind of guests we have because mm-hmm. I'm like DMing the rotisserie chicken guy from Philly, trying <laughs> I mean, to dude, meet him. Those are the type of people I'm trying I to. to. I'm trying to meet that guy for a. Chicken. I would rather talk to that guy. I know, but Travis wants to talk to like. Correct. Yeah, he's he's like. Anyways, uh, <laughs> perfectly would would be a great episode. Yeah, but like I said something to him, and he was like, "Oh, you're one to talk." Like he got like mad about it, he and he was thinking. gonna say something, but then he didn't. Mm-hmm. So I'm like texting him after, I'm like, "What were you gonna fucking say? Mm-hmm. What'd you want to say to me?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh-huh. yeah, I think you know. Um, first of all, I get upset very easily. There's I've got upset at anything really, but um, I don't think you've ever got upset at me. No, you did. You did get upset. What did I get upset with you about? On Kelly, I did get mad about that. You were mad at me. You didn't warn me. But I was mad at you too. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, if you listen to the podcast, Jace was on like a year or two ago. I think we talked about this, but basically, went up Kelly for Water Boys, and we kicked ass. We did great, but Jason didn't read the brochures as closely as some. And we got back. You didn't lie to me. You just didn't disclose. (laughs) I didn't. Connor just played. I mean, maybe his year was easier, but he was like, oh, yeah, you'll be fine. It's not that bad. That was the problem. Connor did really well. And so you listen to Connor, and then, like. I listened to a guy who weighs way less than me and is in much better shape. Well, when we were coming down to the first camp after you you summit, I get down, I remember, like, behind me is Haloti and they got Haloti on like a fucking stretcher. <laughs> in the wheelbarrow. He looks like an emperor. They're fucking like eight uh, East African dudes wheeling Haloti down the mountain. Oh they don't look God. like they think it's very funny. Um, I walk into the tent and I'm like, guys, yeah, you know, like, ah. Uh, and <laughs> so there, they're like, you didn't tell me. Dude. You didn't tell me. So how many days was it before the final night? Six or five. Five? Yeah, four or five. So for everyone's reference, we're climbing this the, the roof of Africa. Yeah, that's what they for call it. Five days. Mm-hmm. That last day, you get you're climbing up. the house. You're not on the roof until yeah, you're, you're on the roof. You're, you're, no, you're hiking yeah, yeah. for five days. Yeah, it's exhausting, and you're in your camping and stuff. But for the most part, I know the amputees felt that way as well. That's, that's a fair point. Fair point. Fair <laughs> okay. point. I mean, but dude, the last night you wake up twelve a.m. and uh, you wake up before that. You're trying to start yeah. or something. But yeah. I was under the impression, you know, that you were going to be up there by sunrise and like, you know, this is, we'll see, but we're <laughs> we'll see. going, you can't even, <laughs> it's, it's ignoring so steep, the itinerary. it's so steep, you can't even yeah. go straight up the and the mountain. Called you switch, have to go switch switchbacks. Backs. Yeah. They don't and have them in Ohio. No, they do not. It's not in Ohio. <laughs> Cleveland Heights is a misnomer. Hey, it's, it's, it's got some hills to okay. it. Not hilly enough for yeah. switchbacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and you're doing, we were doing that. And I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Seven hours. Seven hours. Yeah. In the pitch black. All you can see is a headlamp on the ground. You would have been mad this year. We made it in six. You guys made it <laughs> in six. We take a lot of breaks. That's good. Yeah. No, I would have preferred that. Because yeah. I do think once the you get above, once you get above, yeah. what is it, 1,800 feet? That's 18, like when. 18,000. Yeah. Oh, sorry, 18,000. 1,800 feet. should lowball it yeah, in a yeah. bit. Yeah, at 18,000 feet, that's like when your body physically can't replenish yeah. the oxygen, right? Yeah, something like that. So 
especially for fans. But the <laughs> the uh, the more time you're above that, the yeah. more it kind of sets in. So I think yeah. it's actually be- behooves you mm-hmm. to operate quickly. We were not. We were not. <laughs> I, we had a, yeah. a loadie and but dude, it was unbelievable. Everybody, everybody made it up but one well. guy. Everybody yeah. made it up but one guy. Yeah, everybody but one guy. Who, who Bo, got made it. Bo made it and Bo, Bo was mad it. at Bo was mad. Bo was mad at the overwhelming joy everybody got <laughs> seeing Haloti. <laughs> He was, so he was mad at Haloti because he was so petty. The motherfucker. He he's like, I'm him. almost as heavy as he is, and nobody's celebrating me. He was stomping <laughs> down that fucking valley like a six year old. We were just buzzing by him for three hours on the way down, like, hey, Bo. He was like, I'm not tired. He threw up on his shoes and was mad because we laughed at him. Dude, I, I. As I'm coming down the descent portion yeah. of what we did for seven yeah. hours, yeah. and you're basically just jumping down the mountain. To get the fuck off. Yeah, I got to get down quick. Mm-hmm. I look at, at some point, I pass Bo. Yeah. He is just sitting like a two-year-old in the, mm-hmm. in the rocks. He's giving up, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, what happened? He's like, man, my guide left me. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> He's just, everybody did it on purpose, you know? Like, he had a bad day, and it's everybody else's fault, and it was on purpose. He was the most... And it was personal. Yeah, he was was full Eeyore on the side of the mountain in Killy. But, no, So, so we, 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 you haven't been mad at me much, but um, Travis, maybe every once in a while. Were you mad at him when... I wasn't mad at that. Oh, that, that was, was fucking crazy. funny, that was dude. Nuts. I've when never you seen came to like visit that. me for the Killy reunion. Yeah, I mean, you fly into like Charlottesville, Virginia. You're expecting, nice clean like, airport. Yeah, I mean, this is like a, a very forward uh, thinking <laughs> area of the country, right? So you think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you go in there. You and said Virginia's forward thinking. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Charlottesville. Yeah, Charlottesville, right? yes. And I'm. I go into the bathroom yeah. and right away there's just an overwhelming waft where I'm like, man, somebody blew this up. Yeah. Like it is uh-huh. very pungent. Uh-huh. Like you can taste it. Uh-huh. Like it's that thick. Uh-huh. And then I go to just go to the urinal to pee after coming off the plane. And sure enough, there is a full on turd in the urinal. It's a fucking cow pie. Dude. And it's I'm like, just, it was like soft I'm serve. Like, it just I was, kept... I've never been so shocked. Yeah. And I'm, I, and as I've gone back thinking about it's it, it's midday. Yeah, I'm like, well, how bad of a situation was this guy? And in? how does that happen? I, I mean, the only thing that logically makes sense is there was there weren't that many stalls. <laughs> the stalls were taken up, yeah. and this guy had been holding it all flight. That's aggressive. And he there's was a like, fucking I'm, bathroom in the in the by the baggage. I mean, just room. go in the trash can. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are we doing yeah. in yeah. the yeah. urinal? Like, I would ask you the weirdest <laughs> place you've shipped, but I probably know that ocean. Ocean, ocean, for sure. Yeah, when you got time. Yeah, I don't know that that's that weird. No, yeah. it's not. You got, you got. That is, that was a lake, actually, but. <laughs> You've done lakes, too. I've done lakes and oceans. Okay, good. Big body yeah. of water. Uh, so, so, um, last thing on the show. Um, this is some good marketing here. We're just, <laughs> we're just talking about the, our pod rundown is like Jason Kelsey talks about new heights. <laughs> we were going to make you pick the, actually see how many owners you can recognize because I thought it was so funny. Oh, dude, I'll get none of them. Yeah, you wouldn't get any of them. We well, can do it. No, no, I don't want I, you to so do I it. So I did the same head coaching thing. As, I'll put this on record. I did the same thing Travis did and right after he struggled? did it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know Josh, Josh McDaniels doesn't look like Josh McDaniels in that photo. I don't care. What no, he doesn't. Says. No. And there were multiple people that I didn't know, but because I was second afterwards, I was able to deduce it 
as we kind of went through it with Travis. And speaking of this, yeah. I figured out what I wanted to ask you. Okay. What's Travis's worst take so far? I mean, the head coach one is bad. Well, that's not a take. It's just he doesn't have knowledge. Just, yeah. He doesn't okay. pay attention to the people in the NFL. I, you know, uh, what about the Schwarzenegger take? So I th- that's the one that immediately comes to mind. That fucking shit, like, yeah, like it physically made me feel something. <laughs> was I was bad. like, what? Well, anybody who grew up watching Schwarzenegger, yeah. I mean, that was like... Terminator 2 is like yeah, the first movie I saw. I, dude, I still remember... When that freaking he's that on the my phone bluey. and the freaking uh, hand yeah. gets morphed and goes through her mouth. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. no, the milk carton. Yes. yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's by the refrigerator. Yeah. And homeboy just impales. Bam. Her. Yeah. Or when he's running after the car and he just fucking he's fast as shit. The yeah. whole thing. Um, it's Terminator. But the take was Travis said that the Rock. Had yeah, he, he, he had to take that. IMDb. The, the, the Rock had a better movie career than Schwartz, yeah, which no, is that's ridiculous. Not the case. Yeah. And then he tried to walk it back and he act really like believe, his take he was. That? Well, I, I think he meant he's just like the same level of star status. Yeah. Which well, I think is a, a, that's a, true. a that's a valid statement. Yeah. But he bigger, tried maybe. to say it was bigger, like he's on par with him movie wise, which is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And then he walked it back by saying, like, well, I think his WWE career alone suffice. I was like, that's not a movie. That's not a movie, bro. No like, <laughs> I figured you probably had a couple takes in mind. I'm so excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. You all know I spend a good bit of time on the river and in the woods, and I need something that protects the eyeballs but gives me a clean, fresh look. Oakley's are changing the game, and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Do you run, golf, train? Just want to look like your favorite athlete, like, uh, I don't know, Lamar Jackson, Debo Samuel, uh, Justin Jefferson. Then you need to get yourself a pair of Oakleys today. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses, allowing for an extension of self. There's more than meets the eye. Here on the show, we're all about looking good and playing good, and that's why Oakley is the perfect partner for us. We don't leave our house in the morning without our Oakleys. And since it's officially almost summer, you need to upgrade your sunglasses game now. Check out oakley.com to get yourself a pair today i rock the sutro ti's because they have a solid style that fits my work play way of life they look great when i'm in the field at softball and i'm on the river enjoying a float but they also come in clutch whenever i need to look professional oakley even offers prism lens technology what the hell is that you ask it's a proprietary technology to oakley and available for everyday settings as well want to know more head on over to oakley.com and do your own research and while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me. Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglass brands in my life, and I can assure you Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head on over to Oakley.com, O-A-K-L-E-Y, for more information today. All right, so with the Eagles now, this year... Um a lot of new faces, a lot of them rookies, as usual. But I felt like it was a really exciting class because of the Georgia thing. For and sure. Because some guys fell. Yeah, I mean, nobody thought Jalen Carter was going to be there. At, I feel at like Howie kind of had a feeling. You think so? Uh, yeah, because he's just ready to make that splash pick. Like, sure. and I know that like you don't have to be ready for it to make it because it's right there. But yeah, and I mean, dude, he he does his homework. Yeah. Like it's not like I feel like there's always some level of you don't really quite know how it's all going to yeah. pan out, but I I feel like he knew if Jalen had 
if the draft went that way, that yeah. he was going to go do what he did. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I mean, the kid looks apart. Boy, he does, dude. Buddy, I saw him in mesh shorts <laughs> over at the uh, rookie uh, photo day. Yeah, yeah. And um, like this guy, I mean, like a lot of times we I said this off camera, but like you're breaking down somebody's tape in football pads. It's end zone. It's not the guys that really get an idea of what these kids look like. They're right. standing next to him on the fucking sideline. I yep. can remember when I stood next to Isaiah Simmons before the Orange Bowl, mm-hmm. the big safety hybrid yeah. linebacker in Arizona. Yep. And he ran by me, and I was like, who the fuck is who that? Who was that? And that's the same feeling I had when I saw um, Jalen yeah. uh, at that, you know, like in mesh shorts. It's Dude. like he's just built so pro-ready. Yes, and, you know, I saw him on his top 30 visit, shook his hand. It was, like, shaking like a big meat paw. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's, he's a very muscle-bound, mature-physically-looking guy yeah. who looks like physically he's ready to go yeah. right away. Um you know, I we haven't done a lot of football yet. Yeah, as you know, OTAs are way different. It doesn't make it like doesn't make put, a shit. You know, we used to put helmets on, and actually block people in OTAs. Oh, you guys don't put helmets on at yeah. all anymore. It's all hats, and it's all on like all on air or like offensive guys servicing. I miss and the boat defense. so fucking bad. The what? The boat to like the boat to like um, you know recovery uh, island. Uh, <laughs> You know, having days off, yeah. no helmets, yeah. like fucking it's water park day to day, man. We're we're we're, Dude, you we're, we're playing me. paintball. That's unbelievable. Yeah, but what do you? I mean, like, what, you've played a lot of good D tackles, and yeah. you played a lot of highly touted players that maybe weren't what you thought they'd be. Yeah, you know, early in their career, and you can kind of pinpoint like, oh, this guy's hips are stiff, or like, hey, this guy's. You're like, I'll play a tackle and be like, oh, well, that's what they were missing. Like, I know. Yeah. It, what, what usually separates the good young tackles on the defense side of the football from the ones that you're like, ah, that guy's got a ceiling? Um, well, your ability to block him is. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah but simply. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it kind of depends on. It was like when I asked Landon Dickerson in media day. Yeah. I was like, I had never met him. First, I sit down. Yeah. I, I had like, remember we came to the media yeah, thing? Yeah, of course. And uh, awesome. so I was like catching up with you guys, and I'd never met Landon. And I sit down because he's got uh, Nate Herbig's jersey on. That's I'm right. Like, Man, Nate Herbig is a big motherfucker, isn't he now? And I was like, Landon. You said Landon. I said Landon. And he and, was messing and he with goes, you. I'm Nate Herbig. I'm Nate Herbig. I, and so I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to think of a Nate Herbig question yeah. real quick. And I was like, so Nate. Uh, and he's like, I'm Landon. And uh, he doesn't laugh. And I'm like, something wrong with this guy. Yeah, he's got a good, uh, and, 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 a dry humor to yes. him. Like, and, and yeah. then, and then, and then I asked him. I was like, so Landon. Yeah. Now that we've got it square, you know, what do you not want to do against Chris Jones? Like, what's something you don't want to do against Chris Jones? And he's like, not let him hit Jalen Hurts. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this interview's over. Nah, nah thanks for that. Yeah. yeah. So what? So other so than think, other than you know, blocking Jalen Carter, like, what, yeah. what, I, I think it depends on. Um, first of all, are they a nose or are they a three? Yeah. Like, what, what kind of player is he? But I think um, right away when you're playing them, you notice if they have the threat of, like, power. Like, yeah. Do they have that jolt, right? Um, and then seeing how quick twitch they are, um, I think there's certain guys that right away, like, you just kind of watch them do a drill. And similar to what you were just saying, like, I don't envy like scouts watching tape because I've watched a few guys on tape. 
And then they get there, and everybody's kind of – you don't really know until you, like, see them in person just yeah. how quick they are, how fast they move. I think certain guys just, like, remind you of other players when they move, and that kind of – That is a big help, dude. No, I feel for like sure. if I was scouting, like, I know people shit on comps, but, like, at least body types. I've and- never been – I've never liked comps, but I think that sometimes when you just see a guy and it reminds you of another guy – there's something to that. Like when you anatomically move the way that guy, the way moves. somebody else who was a good player moves yeah. and you bend the same way. Yeah. And so I think that's one thing. Um, Does he I, remind you of anybody moving around, man? Um, I, I don't, I don't want to like put like a, a, like a certain, like say it. Huh? No, I, I think say it. Oh, he's not as good. I as have not seen him enough yeah. out there to say that. Um, I mean, we just lost a really, really good D tackle in um, in Hargrave, in, in Hargrave yeah, yeah. and obviously we still have Fletch. Yeah, and I, he kind of reminds me on some elements a little bit of both of those right. guys. That's pretty good when you get a little piece. Yeah, of like he's of he's thick in the lower body the way Hargrave was. Yeah. Uh but I'm going to be interested to see what his hands feel like because because Fletch has heavy hands, dude. I've only noticed two players like grip strengths in my career. One is Fletcher Cox, the other one. Like oddly enough, it was Clay Matthews. Really? I don't know why? Yeah. Really? He he like he had that one year where like he was playing inside backer. Yeah. So he he in in like short yardage situations, they'd walk him up over the center yeah. to build a five down yeah, front, yeah. right? And he grabbed my shoulders like, dude, this guy's got some yeah, no strong yeah. hands. I was not yeah. expecting that. Um, I wouldn't expect that answer either. No, and you, I was saying this on the back of a bus one time, and somebody else. Rich Rod was in this yeah. earshot, yeah. and I said Fletch, and I was like, and you know who the other guy was? And Rich Rod randomly said Clay Matthews. I'm like, this guy's got strong yeah. hands if somebody's yeah. randomly offering yeah. that up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think, uh, you know, I, he's kind of got some, like, Duran Payne to him, too, mm-hmm. look. Like, just body stature. He bends really well. Like, those – like, Duran also – Sits with his like ass kind of down, mm-hmm. kind of like in a two gap stance. Yeah. Even when he's playing a yeah. one gap, like three yeah. technique, and um, he uh, that's kind of how he looks a little bit. I feel like in his stance. So I, you know, I haven't seen enough of him to like say yet, but just walking around, I don't. You just see somebody like lift weights. Yeah, like, it's if, just if fucking it all impressive. moves, I know right. I haven't yeah. seen him play football yeah. yet, but look at that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, and like. Everything just looks like it moves, right? Yeah. And um, he kind of, in some ways, one of the f- things that I learned after watching Jason Peters like over and over again, like this dude's like never doesn't look like he's like not in control or yeah. in the right yeah. body position yeah. in his prime, especially. Yeah. It, it was like almost like he was just always in balance. Yeah. It kind of feels like that. Like even like, I don't know. Is JP still playing? He is. Yeah. Where is he? Well, he hasn't retired yet. But where, he's a free agent. where was he last year? He was Dallas. Yeah. Dallas. He's it was with... Chicago, Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, did it? Fans freak out about the Dallas thing. That I mean, obviously people are upset, but I mean, it's you're in the business. Yeah, I mean, he's not the. I mean, guys, try, just talking he, about he's, T-O, he's signing T-O a five-year deal. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Not, I, for exactly. Some, for some reason, the NFC East, I feel like that. That, that has happened a lot. Yeah, but Deshaun left, and people love Deshaun here. Mm-hmm. Deshaun played for the the Redskins at the time. He did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you would think, One, right? Yeah, that would disqualify you from. Yeah, he if you're going to be mad at JP, for some reason, I feel like the guys that have done that, it's Eagles fans haven't yeah. held it against yeah. him. And I certainly hope they don't hold it against him. So, you. how about the offensive line rookies, and yeah. you know, just the way it's shaping up? I know Jurgens is like he's 
You think he's in a good, he's in a great situation, right? I mean, like you know. Yeah, I mean, I think Jurgens could have played last year and played on some a, bad team, but then you know, like it's not as good a situation. I yeah, mean, I like, mean, we had a really really good group. Yeah, um, but I think he could have played last year and played at a very very high level. Yeah, uh, extremely athletic. He's smart. Uh, got all the talent in the world. Yeah, strong as an ox. Yeah, um, you know, he's gonna have to put some weight on if he's gonna play guard. Which he's already started doing. Right. Actually, towards last year, he told me he was kind of like hovering around three hundred seven. Which I think guard Three, ideally three twenty. Yeah. Ideally, mm-hmm. but with how strong he is, mm-hmm. I think he could be in that like three ten, three fifteen yeah. range and still play yeah. really well. Um, I don't know if I'm setting his weight, but <laughs> well, you now have to make that weight, buddy. <laughs> but no, I mean he's 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 really strong. Uh, we have a. Uh, Obviously, the rookie that yeah. we drafted, Tyler Steen. Yeah. Um, and man, everybody keeps saying it. I was talking. To, I saw Brandon Brooks last week. I mean, there's major. We talk about guys moving and kind of reminding you guys. Yeah. There's kind of even just this kid's mannerisms. The kid remind, from Bama. Yeah, kid from, uh, right tackle from Bama. I think he was at Vandy. Just his mannerisms. Yeah. Kind of. There's a lot of things where people before I even saw him, people like this. Kids, we gave it off major Brandon Brooks. Vibes. It's a good vibe to give it's off. It's a great vibe in the Eagles building. That's like that's about as good of a vibe really as you can give vibe, off. Really good vibe, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> and um, you know, and this is something. I mean, I think I can say this because I think it's proven to not be the case. But I didn't watch any tape on him. All I saw was like highlights after he got drafted. Right? Yeah. Um, as with all the draft picks for the most part, and I'm watching him move. I'm like, man, you know, I, he looks big and looks the part. But you know, I wonder how fast his feet are, stuff like that. And then you see him in drills. Like, okay, yeah. yeah, that's not. Yeah, quick. Uh, I mean, the feet are moving really, really well. Yeah, um, and that's where I feel like you know, you're again, you're like watching tape on somebody. Your feet are only going to move as fast as they need to go. Yep. Like if you're playing a guy that ain't working an edge. Yeah, a lot of times move, the NFL can. It doesn't raise make sense levels. to just like yeah. move your feet for no reason. I think. So in some ways, I think he was like so quick and athletic that he's just in position and didn't need to do that. Yeah. But already in drills, you're seeing that, um, and like I said, anatomically, very very similar. Um, I don't ever want to put that type of, you know, now he's got to be Brandon Brooks because that's a high freaking bar. I mean, if he's half the player that Brandon was, he's going to be, one of the gonna be golden. Yeah. yeah. But very, I think everybody really likes what they've seen out of Tyler so far. Um, then we got some other, we, uh, oh my gosh, it's not good. Trevor from Louisville. What is Trevor yeah. Reed? Oh, Trevor Reed. And I saw him Old play in Trevor college. Reed. I've like, I, I saw him play in college. Um, okay, sure. A, like a college game. Sure you did. I, I remember because I was like, sport. why does this guy remind me? I do not remember that. Yeah. Um, then, uh, we got another rookie, Chim. Yeah. Don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Stop calling him Chim. Long arms are long. Chim? Ch- I, I don't know if it's Chim or Shim. Shim. Okay. Gosh, please. Okay. It's I not was, good. It was Chim. Um, okay. Speaking of fucking up names, what did you think about Shane Spikeman getting a head coaching job? Did you hear Gronk call him Shane Spikeman on my dad's show? Shane Steichen? Spikeman? Yeah, he called him Spikeman. Called him Gronk. Grog was up at the desk with my dad. He was like, and I think with Shane Spikeman, they're going to run the ball, the whole thing. Yeah, he said it like three times. So what do you think about Shane Steichen? 
as yeah. a coach. Like, because so when we talked, is Steichen or Steichen? Steichen. Okay. So I'm correct. I struggle with the fucking name. Well, I mean, it's a CH. It looks like a. Okay. Yeah. So what what is it about this motherfucker that makes him a head coach? Because yeah. when you when I asked the guys last year, like everybody was like, "Yeah, he's got that kind of." I think um, first of all, uh, I feel like when somebody like leaves, you kind of notice more things. Mm-hmm. Like, Man, that guy, like, there's something to that guy, mm-hmm. and uh, already, and I think Brian Johnson is doing a phenomenal job. Yeah. But there's like when Shane would do things that like. There's almost like a like he talks a million miles. Like we got to do this, this, and he's over the top detailed and like wanting to. Like, he would text me at random times at night, like, "Hey, what, we're going to do this," and then if this guy like does a one a.m. Yeah, well, not one a.m. But he would text yeah. me at random times and just like, "Hey, what do you think about this? I think if we do this, we'll, we'll get him in this." Yeah. And like, so he's just always on. He's yeah. always thinking. He's like, he's he perseverates. Yeah, about being great yeah and um he's a really really good communicator like the best offensive coordinators i've been around don't just stay in the quarterback bubble in my opinion the best ones talk to the offensive linemen they talk to the running backs they talk so they they have this entire holistic view now Mm -hmm. you still gotta it all runs through quarterback Mm -hmm. right but it benefits the play caller and the guy putting everything together to understand, okay, well, why are we, why in this run on a nub side are you going to this guy? Yeah. Like the quarterback's going off. So like it, it kind of the the frame of reference gets better. Well, it's like as and, a D lineman when the fucking the DB coach can come in and say, hey, this is how we're forcing this. Yeah, you guys exactly. Good with that. Yeah. Like you know, and, like well, there's a conversation so, that's ongoing. So between the offensive line coaches and players, between and, he, and he's getting they're you're you're talking to everybody. I yeah. think I think Shane did a really really good job of getting that. Um, and I think a large part of being a good head coach is just that is communicating. Yeah. I agree. Biggest part of leadership, in my opinion, emotional intelligence, communication. Yeah. And obviously doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you still got to be good at and savvy and everything, but, um, so many guys just miss that portion. Like they, they, for whatever reason, forget to do that. Or, you know, you have like micromanagers who are like, over the top, like right, and then what's you have, the worst micromanaging you ever saw from a coach, without naming the coach? Man, um, I had a coach ask uh, one of our reserve D tackles to move a delivery date on a baby because we were playing in a meaningless game in November in St. Cow. Louis. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. Hey, do you mind not having your baby? <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> it was like it was like you know the baby. Can you talk to the doctor about it? Maybe coming a different day. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, just not that. Sorry, I don't. Play. I don't have any instance like that. Yeah. I could pinpoint like that, but yeah. I mean, I, I've had coaches that, um, you know, they're just, you know, whenever the whenever a coach that did not play offensive line or um, has never coached it or played it is offering up advice for what you should do to be successful on a play, is you. You, you you wonder, okay, is this the best person to be taking advice from? Well, it's also because you've had the best the yeah. best people to take advice from. If you, if you don't trust Jeff Stoutland for what's happening. Or Mudd or like. Or Howard Mudd, yeah. yeah. guys like Great that, point. You, yeah. know, you know. But I, I never dealt with that in in the league. I, yeah. I saw some micromanaging, I think, in college. Yeah. I think it's very more, 
I think it's probably more commonplace. They got to get rid well. of that. The coaches up here that try to come in and be these little Napoleons, yeah. man, it just never works out. Yeah, it's not good. Um, and how about the uh, Johnson Hurts uh, combo? How's that going to stand up this year? What do you mean? The OC and and the new OC. Oh, Brian Johnson. I thought you were talking about Lane. I just <laughs> like the jo- I like the Johnson yeah. Hurts. Well, I mean uh, those. Yeah, though, so I think that's going to be fine. I think that both of those guys um, have known each other for a really long time. They think about the game very similarly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Brian is a huge reason why Jalen made it ginormous step last year. Yeah. So I anticipate that to continue to go yeah. in that direction. What's he like? Um, Brian, I think Brian – one of the things I really like about Brian is that Brian has the rare ability – to make complex things simple yeah. and to not overdo things. Right. And I think that in co- a lot of coaches can, I mean, especially in the offensive line world, we can go down all these rabbit holes and Brian's like, okay, we just got to get mm-hmm. here. He's got a very calming presence. And I think mm-hmm. that, that, especially in, at that position, is good. Yeah. Um, it's also, especially when you have a, like a guy like Jalen who's like freaking, he wants to go, go, go. Yeah. Like he's, you know, it's a good dynamic. Yeah, like a governor a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and, um, you know, he played quarterback. Uh, I just think he thinks about the game very much. He, he's He's got the coach's perspective, but he's also got the player's perspective. Every time we've ever had conversations, I just really like the vibe he gives off and how the, the way he thinks about things. He's like, man, you know, we just need to get to this, and that's going to get uh, this guy in a rhythm, or that's going to – I think he he's, he's savvy. Schedule just came out. What do you look at? Because I remember what I used to look at. Like, Leighton, you look in the, your bye week, you look at the opponents, you yep. look at, like, cold games, hot games. What are you looking at first as a player? Thursday and bye week, for sure. And now they can flex the Thursday night I'm kind of hoping we get a flex. I like Thursday games. You I've like always, Thursday always games? always like Thursday games. That's why Roger Goodell want to come on your podcast. Dude, I don't know Thursday why so many guys football. hate them. Uh, why, why do guys not like Thursdays? Well, because not all of us get days off. <laughs> You know, you motherfucker. Shots fired. <laughs> oh, you know, like I'm oh, out there man. on Tuesday, fucking, you know, in, in underwear trying to, you know, like I can't move. Yeah, but the Thursday game is always walkthroughs. It is. But, well, not always. We used to practice on like, you know, in, Fish had us in practice St. Louis? in St. Louis. Wow. Yeah, we, early in the week. We'd take Wednesday off, obviously, but sure. like we'd have yeah. a Tuesday practice and that sort of thing. That's amazing. Yeah, dude. I got to look back at how we did on Thursdays. <laughs> Probably not real good. Um, no, I, I always I like Thursdays because it's it's walkthroughs in the middle of the week. The game's going to be a struggle. Yeah, but once that's over, you get three days off after that. It's the mini buy, dude. Yeah. Now if it's you know like one of these things that has season, to go on the road and then go on the road the next week, that kind of it's a big sucks. advantage um, for the home team late in the season for that. I bet. Um, okay, I want to play a little game of Would You Rather. Would you rather? Um, and a lot of it's football. Okay. Okay. Playing in London or the Hall of Fame game, would you rather? Uh, I would rather play in London. Yeah, can, I, that, can I alternate to Germany? I'm re- I was really to, hoping you, you I was going to be able to game. play in Germany. Yeah. And we didn't get it. I feel like you'd be huge in Germany. So we kind of talked about this on our, our show, but Trav's game in Munich, his bye week is the week of our bye week. Oh, yeah. So he'll be in Germany. So oh, I'm like, yeah. man, should I just go to Germany? You should go. Right? We should go to Germany. Let's all go to Germany. Yeah, I'll take the RV. <laughs> take the RV. Uh, yeah. uh, no, I mean, that, it seemed awesome. They landed really good games last year in Germany. The fans, I I don't know what to make of that. But, yeah. Um, 
So we've, we, I mean, we played in London and it was a great experience. I thought we had fun. Yeah. Did you go out after? Yeah. We went out. I think we both went out. Yeah. Together. I don't know where we were. I was though. with Alshon. Were you with me and Alshon? We went to some like club. club. Or something. Yeah. You were, we I were together. It was just was. like three, four of yeah. us. I was shit house <laughs> in London. Had no idea where I was. Could have got kidnapped. Could have yeah. got beat up by a bunch of Peaky Blinders guys. <laughs> <laughs> fucking woke up all hungover. Like, this is the worst city to be hungover in. Yeah. It's so sure. dreary. Yeah. You know, London's cool. The playing surface kind of sucks. It was terrible. The food's yeah. not great. The food was bad. I was being... It was really bad. Yeah, but that's the word. <laughs> but Munich. Yeah. German I've heard food. nothing but good stuff about that and beer. Yeah. yeah. So, um, okay, so we got the answer there. One time, we were supposed to go to the Hall of Fame game. Yeah. But the CBA... Uh, negotiations yielded the lockout in 2011. Gotcha. So we got it canceled. It was the best thing ever. Yeah. It's like the best thing ever. That's awesome. Because yeah, that's I I just having to do it. It's punitive to have to do five preseason. Yeah, I don't think I would ever want to do that. Okay. Foam padded helmet or single crossbar face mask? This is from the guy. That's a great question. Yeah. Um, I would go... Do I get to put a visor on the single crossbar? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. 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 I'd probably get a single crossbar okay. visor. All um, right. Yeah, the, dude, the foam pads yeah. on the helmet. Mm -hmm. I, I know it's anecdotal. When I hit somebody, I feel like my head snaps back harder with it. Yeah, um, and I, we, I can only speak from our perspective. Yeah, we had two tackles go down with concussions while wearing those things. And okay, yeah. So, so like, I, I don't know what the rest of the data says. Apparently, yeah. it's all good. Yeah, but I am not. Because to me, the the more majority of the time you get a concussion is when you get that like yeah. whip. Yeah, it's not like the dead end impact of yes. like a typical yeah. football collision. Yeah, so I don't. Maybe it's. I do think it's probably helping the like sub concussive hits or like just the normal stuff. Yeah, but when you actually like hit with that thing and the other person's doing that, there's a jolting to it. I think. Sounds like the vaccine a little bit. Yeah. Am I an anti I'm an anti <laughs> I'm an anti vaxxer yeah. version of No, but Kelsey, this helmet's supposed to keep other people from getting concussions as well. You you're not thinking about it. Uh, okay. Um block Aaron Donald or Chris Jones? Man, uh let me look at the schedule real Neither. quick. Because <laughs> I don't want to create any bullets. I got them both. Dirt. I got them both. Yeah. Do you um, this year? Yeah, we play the Chiefs and the Rams. God. Um I I don't want to block either of them, yeah. but Aaron Donald's been the best player in the NFL for, for the years. last decade, yeah. especially defensive player, and it's up there. For Has the he gotten player. mad while you played against yes, him? Yes, because every, he, almost every time he's he gets mad at me for sliding to him. I'm like Aaron, I'm not going to leave you one on one with a guard get mad all day, anything, bro. Get... Stop helping! I'm like, dude, what are you? You think I'm just going to let you ruin the game? Yeah, like, dude. I'm not going to let you ruin the game. Yeah, yeah. We're going to double team you like everybody does. Mm -hmm. Why are you getting upset about this? He's also the guy when he walks over, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't need this. Dude. I'm like, hey. I, I, I was fortunate enough to work out with him one time. In so Pittsburgh. you kind of knew him. So uh, me and Connor, one of our college yeah. coaches, was a strength coach in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. So we worked out with him, and I tried to keep up with him in his workouts, and it was embarrassing. Would you rather lose the Super Bowl or go 2-15? I'd rather lose a Super Bowl, mm. but I think mentally I'd probably cope with going two and fifteen better. I don't know, man. It's yeah. pretty tough. I think two and fifteen is a demoralizing <laughs> feeling, and it's an awful experience while you're going yeah. through it. But there's a some level at some point you get to this like realization that like, hey, we're hey, just, we're not, just really not good. good. There's nothing we can do. And and you look up after the Super Bowl; it's fucking February. Yeah. 
it, it is very difficult to cope with the losing. time loss too. <laughs> Yes. Like you lost a lot of time. Like you could have been if you just didn't make the playoffs. You could have just been hanging out. Uh, okay, this one I kind of like. Yeah, uh, rather have the closest parking space to the building. Usually that's a that's seniority a thing. Yeah. Or cut all the cafeteria lines all the time. Cut cafeteria lines. Me too. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the extra walk in the morning if I can get to the front of the line all the time. Yeah, that's yeah. a big perk. Yeah, because I don't. I, I was fortunate with. Uh, our last guy in the griddle. Yep. I'm still getting to know the new guy. Yeah. Last guy in the griddle. Yeah. Did you see him? Wait, he's gone? We've changed over three or four times. No. Yeah. I thought it was Tim. I think it was uh, Tim. I'm almost positive. Tim. Tim was there for a long time. Yeah. He had his own podcast, too. Did he really? Yeah. He had a God, podcast. we're in the same on, industry. He would talk to uh, players on like their favorite meals and stuff like that. We yeah. had such a cool Chef building. Yeah. That shit would not fly in like other so buildings. Tim, and during COVID. It was like, Chef Tim. Yeah. Oh, Tim man. during COVID left. I missed him. I know. He's great. Um, yeah, and I used to cut the – well, I didn't cut. I'd sit in the back of the team meeting room, remember, mm-hmm. to get the ice cream first. Yeah. So Doug would, like, look at me. He's like, you're not going to sit. Would you like, sneak out the door to the left to right there? To beat yeah. yeah. So I'd stand in the back, and everybody else was flage. sitting. And I, um, <laughs> but I was, where's Doug's jacket? Didn't you trade jackets yeah, it's, with it's, Doug? it's in my uh, – Did you frame it? Not yet. It's going to be. you got to yeah. frame it. Yeah. That's one of my That prize. was cool. Yeah, because I'm like, man – Everybody, you know, you do a jersey swap with your former teammates yeah. and stuff like that. What can I do with Doug? And I had already planned to give him my jersey. I yeah. did not plan to ask him for his jacket. It's just on the spot. And, like, on the spot, he's like, man, I wish I had something to give you, kind of. like I'm like, hey, can I have your jacket? And, and he was like, visor. you want my jacket? Yeah. I know. Visor would have been epic. Yeah, you kind of fucked that up. For. Is it fun to see him succeeding? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I don't – there are a few uh, just people you enjoy being around and – that like nobody it's like impossible to hate the guy yeah he's just like that genuine yeah. of a dude uh and a coach so um yeah i'm just really really happy obviously yeah. it ended sour in philly as does any career when you're fired or you leave yeah. right but um to to see that uh kind of rebuilt in jacksonville and with other people on the staff that were with philadelphia yeah um, really, really happy for him yeah. and uh, the success they had last year. I'm psyched. I'm psyched for him. Yeah. All right, these are one-word answers, and we're going to get you out of here. All righty. Is the 49ers-Eagles a rivalry now? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely for this year. I mean, I think whenever teams are really, really good and you're coming off of a year where you guys are really, really good and you played against each other, had meaningful games, I think it's going to be. And they're certainly adding a lot of fuel with maybe some of their public comments. They did a lot of complaining. They have. Just yeah. from where I'm sitting, like, you don't have to say anything because yeah. then you got to play them and it's like fucking distraction. I mean, they, they got a raw – I get it. I mean, they got a raw Block deal. the guys. <laughs> Block the guys with the 90s numbers. I mean, it's, you know it's, what I mean? It's, like, a, fair, it's, it's a fair not, assessment. It's not but a fucking – he, he didn't get hurt, you know, coming down the yeah, escalator like, at like the Marriott. strain his hamstring just walking around. Yeah. yeah. I think um, – But the rule went through. I'm I'm a fan of the rule. I like the rule too. Yeah, I don't I don't want a team to be in the situation that they were in. I don't. We talked about this before this, but we were in a similar situation. Or how could I forget again. that game? <laughs> so much. I made that mistake twice now. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no uh, Eagles playing against Seattle first uh, divisional. It was a wild card round. Yeah. And uh, yeah, lose Carson goes down early. J. J. Davian Clowney. 
then which i thought was a dirty hit yeah it was borderline i don't think he meant to do you think he meant to i don't know his head man. went down with it but like he's also just trying to hit i him. got in an argument with a bunch of people online about that i know john runyon i talked to him about it john didn't think it was dirty didn't think it was dirty no. and that's coming from john runyon so he's the sheriff of the nfl the sheriff of dirty though when he played <laughs> yes. respectfully Dude, how funny is that? The, the dirtiest, the dirtiest player guy renowned for when he played is now in charge finding people of what is in what isn't dirty dude i remember like he was standing on the sideline and i was like what the fuck is john runyon it's doing basically here like, and it was like it, he's here to take your money it's essentially to catch me if you can yeah. Like they took the best check fraud person and yes. now made him in charge of catching like on the Merton check Like Merton Hanks people. does the swag finds now. Merton <laughs> Hanks used to be like the swaggiest guy in the world. Now he's telling you to pull his fucking socks up. Uh, but the, the rule's good. Here's my one amendment to the rule. Yeah. They should only be able to call the quarterback the night before the game. So, so like, Ooh. I got to call A.J. Feely That's Saturday night and be like, A.J., what are you doing? That's I'm kind of fucking drunk right now. Uh, him and Selleck came down to that. To, you got that picture. We had a blast. But yeah. like, if Feely got a call on Saturday night, like you're in, you're you got in. suit up tomorrow. You got to Like go. that would be fun. I, I like, like and that. it has to be all retired guys. You can only choose an unactive, washed up guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, okay. Inactive. Did uh, did Dude Perfect ruin Donna's moment at the draft? Dude. <laughs> I don't know what Dude Perfect did. When the, those guys, he was out there. The guys, remember the guys that were like, "We're here from Dude Perfect," and like everybody's like, "Donna Kelsey's here." Shut the fuck up, please, respectfully. And they're like, "Oh, we just wanted to do this corporate sponsorship, oh we, and, and we, we got to do this thing for twenty seconds." And Donna's like, "Hey, let, you know, I'm, let me I'm come here to announce this." Or yeah, was that was when she announced uh, Nolan Smith, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they kind of ruined the moment. Too. We opinion. didn't talk about that kid. Would you want to? Because I love that pick. guy. Too. I fucking. I don't think. The I don't think the difference between him and the top guys is is enough that he should. I mean, like. Well, I think he unfortunately is like the size and like his position on a lot of four three teams would be doesn't a, a backer. Right? Yeah, yeah, like is he? A, he's not really a, a true four three outside yes. backer, and he's not a four three defensive end. And people conflate those positions all the time. Yeah. There's a big difference between a true, a true defensive end, a backer, and then an off ball backer that, yeah. that comes up on the line and and rushes like yeah. the things that they're asked to do. So know. I think you know we are fortunate one that we have the system that I think is going to be able to utilize yeah. the skills of the line. Like we saw that a lot last year with Hassan, yeah. right? Um, so I think you know. Just from a production standpoint, it seems like you know we got another really really good value yeah. pick there. I don't know anything about that. What I do know, just talking to the kid, he's just a great dude, yeah. great kid, uh, very like hungry and eager to get better every single day. Yeah. Very mature. Yeah, um, you can tell that. I, I, I don't know. That's really like. I him. love the guy. Yeah, from what I've seen from him too, and I haven't been in practice with him, but. Um, and the the last one would be uh, how many more animals and what kinds of animals are you planning on getting uh, in retirement? Because you got cows right now. I do have cows, so I have cows. Uh, I think eventually, kind of, I've talked about getting chickens. Okay. Uh, I picked a tick out of Wyatt's hair, and I, I randomly saw that guinea hens are good at they eat a bunch of ticks. Oh, so you're gonna get the hen. Problem is they're noisy and and they're fucking birds, they dude. Yeah, you know? and apparently they run on you. They run on you. Yeah, they just don't go. You can't what do you do? You fucking put them in a cage? I, I I don't know. They don't like to be penned up either. Okay. They just got to have a big enough okay. property that they can't get away. But you're a farmer now, dude. <laughs> well, I, I'm trying to be. Is that no. what you're going to be in retirement? No. When, whenever I, that happens? I, I don't know what I'm going to do with that yet. Right now, 
my cows are with um, another group of farmers, Ann and Bob. Uh, they're, they're my two uh, people that I'm learning from. Mm-hmm. And we go out to their farm at least once a year. We'll go out there. I think I'm trying to remember the date that they're having their uh, annual branding event, mm-hmm. which is a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I heard you branded. You, I branded, castrated, immunized. You castrated. Yeah. Some process. Or is it simple? It, so there's two different <laughs> methods. There's one very simple method, which yeah. is called like non-surgical, yeah. which is you essentially, while they're in the shoots, or if you do it the old school way where you're like lassoing them and tying them down, mm-hmm. you put the rubber band around it. And eventually the blood supply loses and it just falls off. It balls just fall off. Downside to that, apparently the animals in some discomfort for a few weeks. Apparently, because <laughs> apparently, uh, apparently, there's, it's it's a balls it's are, a more prolonged. Their giblets level. are rotting. So this is a a uh, disputed thing in the in the industry, right? Yeah. right? Is it what's more? I don't know. If there is a humane way to remove testicles from an animal. I don't right? think so. But the the banded method, the animals are more discomfort for yes. a longer period of yeah. time. Uh, they do it the yeah. surgical method, which is discomfort right now, uh-huh. but once it's done, it's done. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, how how much do you want to go down this rabbit hole? I don't. Actually, another po- a question it, popped up. You'd actually my... don't cut them off. Here's a question. Pop- I don't want to leave you in anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't want to talk about testicles anymore. The last, the final question. Yeah. Okay. You're, I'm not going to talk about retirement because you're not retiring. Um, yeah. We're not going to talk about the media after football because you're going to focus on just kicking ass as you're doing now. But I told you, you're a Hall of Famer. I know you might not want to answer this question. Okay. Yeah. All right. But you can't deny it. Look me in the eye and tell me you're not. I, I, Do it. Look me in the eye. Tell me I you're don't, not. You're fucking scared. I think there's a very few amount of centers in the Hall of Fame. Okay. that's here's, here's why it's hard. Because I know in my heart of hearts, I'm not even the best player, even close to the best player that I've played with in the Philadelphia Eagles. So, like, Fletcher Cox was a, is a much better player than I've ever been. Yeah. Right? I, I'm fortunate. I play Imagine the center. doing that with the dinner table. Yeah. I, I, well, I play the center position. I've been very, very good at center. But I don't have to block guys one on one very often. I'm very good at blocking linebackers. I have weaknesses. I am nowhere near the players that Jason Peters you sandbagging. Lane, I'm not sandbagging this. This is honest. Jason Peters, Lane Johnson, Brandon Brooks, Isaac Sayamalo, all of these players are better on an individual level than Well, I you're am. a really nice guy and a good no, teammate. Is, no, I know, and you're being as honest as you can, but you're yeah. still okay, you got a gold jacket one day. Here's the question. Okay. Would you let Travis induct you, and would you put him on a time limit? And would you be nervous <laughs> about what he, what he would say? I mean, oh, my gosh, cramp it, cramp it. Yes, he's, cramp. he's got somebody uh, else in mind. No, I think, um, I mean, if I do get in, there's a very good chance that Travis is I think it's probably certain that Travis is already in. Yeah, Travis, you're kind of back. You're kind of backed into that. You Tra- can't. You can't like if you had somebody that you were like, oh, that's cooler than Travis. You still got to put Travis. Yeah, because he. I think Travis is going to be a first ballot. Yeah. So he'll be in immediately. Um. So I think there's a good chance that I won't be able to avoid that situation. Mm-hmm. I, I. I think um, I would love to have Jeff Stoutland involved because he's had such a big part of my career. If that does happen, but yeah, Trav, I, I'll do anything with Trav. And you'll cry like a baby if you have to end up I mean, trap. Well, dude, I, I I cry like a baby. Doing a lot. almost anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, Castrating. Baby. I don't know that that might be. The, maybe that is the yeah. CTE. Yeah. Just, like, no, emotional. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh-uh. I haven't cried in a while, so <laughs> okay. I think you're good. It's not um, that. Uh, 
Jace, um, appreciate the time, buddy. Oh, no, yeah, thanks for this having me. This is awesome. I mean, fuck, you, you took a lot of time out of your day, so thanks, bro. Hey, man, yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. Awesome to see you. Yeah. And, uh, we'll get the RV looking fired forward up to, uh, next time. Yeah, well, RV and uh, getting you on New Heights. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Love to go. Awesome. I'm gonna fight you with my friend